Hi, I'm Mant. And I'm her mom. And this is Mom, Mant, Books and Booze. This is the book club you have been looking for. Just a mother-daughter duo who enjoy reading and talking about books over drinks. We read the same books but have different outlooks. Come join us as we open a book, open a bottle, and open our minds. What is up? Nothing much. Just chilling and getting off that excitement at, uh, that we had Friday. Or Saturday. Sat- Saturday, just kidding. Saturday. It is Saturday. At the Wine Festival in Stanley County. Yeah, it was so much fun. We got to meet some people. Um, meet some listeners. To, yeah, introduce new people to the podcast. We got great book recommendations and also really good gr- drink recommendations. Oh yeah, we really did. Yeah. Um, in fact, one was for this book. Yeah, it was. So we have a couple of different drinks you can go for. Um, but the first one we are actually drinking is a seven and seven. A good old classic. A good old classic. Good old classic. Seagram 7 and 7-Up. Is 7-Up a North Carolina thing? Is that one of those drinks? I don't think so. I think it's a national drink. That's Sundrop. Sundrop is a North Carolina thing. Yeah. Um, But I have actually never had a 7-7. Really? That used to be my drink of choice back in the day. (laughs) Why? I think because it was nice and safe, like you could go anywhere and say, I'll take a seven and seven and sound yeah. cool. You know, true, true, true. <laughs> that's how I am with like cranberry vodkas. Yeah. You know, you I sound always feel cool. like, yeah, I used to, this is really embarrassing, but right when I first turned 21, I had a cheat sheet on my phone of what drinks were. <laughs> so like when I went to the bar, I could tell them a drink name and I didn't sound like a newbie. There you go. I was smart because I was just like, you wanted to be cool. Like, yeah, I didn't want to just, I mean, I did uh, just order beer for a long time. I did Michelob Ultra a lot, uh-huh. but then I was like, Ooh, can I get a Manhattan? You know, like I tried uh-huh. to be real fancy and they were terrible drinks at the time because at 21, you know, you don't really have a taste for like yeah. good stuff. So well, and you haven't found your style. Yeah. Like I don't like really sweet drinks. Like I like mm. a seven and seven because it's not too sweet. Well, and the whiskey like levels it out. Yeah. But um, we used to go out and your dad, like I might order a seven and seven or something like that. And your dad would order the daiquiri and yeah, whatever. And they would come and put them in front of the wrong pe- person. And I just take my drink and move it around I remember you telling me that yeah because he he always liked kind of the fruity beach beach sipping drinks and I was like nah I don't like the sweet I I still don't like I I used to really like the sweet margaritas um Mm -hmm. but I've gone more into the like the basic lime over ice like the classic margarita yeah I think when I when I first started drinking and I still like frozen margaritas but when I first started drinking margaritas like it was all frozen oh see and I don't like frozen drinks like even yeah. when we go like to wineries and stuff dad'll get a 
wine slushies oh, sometimes. I love and I'm like, slushies. oh, I don't. I just don't. Oh, like, I love wine I just, slushies. I don't know why. I just don't like, I like on the rocks. Yeah. And I'll do like a, I'll do like a margarita, but I can't I think the salt around the rim kind of. Oh, I love it out for me. Now I will say when I first turned 21 also, I would get sugar instead of salt. Mm. Makes no sense. Makes literally no sense of why. Um, Absolutely not. No. Yeah. It makes no sense. But I've actually done a tahine rim. That's really Uh good. Oh, but like a spicy margarita. I like Uh a spicy margarita. Now I did. I think I told you this, but I made a pickle vodka and we tried it tonight and it's so good. You just drained the pickle juice and poured vodka. I only drained. So I gave, I left like maybe a cup of pickle juice in the bottom, then Uh poured the vodka all the way to the top. And then now I use cheap vodka, but, uh, and then left the pickles in there and we tried it. It was really good. I would like to mix it with whiskey. How long did you let it like for days, days. Interesting. Um, But you know what pickle, what is that Jameson? I don't know, but I I love picklebacks Uh and you can mix a pickleback. You can do like whiskey and a pick, like pickle juice. So I wonder how I can make it kind of like that i love picklebacks those were my drink of choice and those are shot forms uh-huh. but they are the best oh my gosh they're the best thing ever how in the world did we get on this conversation i don't know but oh so good this seven and but, seven is good though yeah but if you're not in the mood for liquor and you um, enjoy wine mm-hmm. we one of our listeners told us that there's a seven moons wine that i'm gonna have to see if i can find because yeah. that would be perfect for this and she said that she got it for like the eclipse or something and we're yeah. big on that is like we'll go to the wine section and just pick something that is related to what we're getting it for like we both got the 19 crimes of soup dog for the super bowl yeah, exactly. We had to drink Snoop Dogg wine while now we- that's I just told Ben that's my favorite wine now. I it's do enjoy so that one. Good. That one it's was good. So good. So I would have that- to try the seven moons because that'd I'm gonna be nice. look for it. Yeah, that'd be nice to drink while reading the rest of this. Because if you yeah. haven't realized why we showed all these seven things, it's because of her freckles. Yeah, which they talk about a lot at first and then it kind of dwindles and then it but comes now come back. back. Yeah. yeah. So, um, and if you're, we haven't even mentioned the book we're reading. We oh my gosh, a tangent about the drinks we like. <laughs> we are reading The Invisible Life of Addie LaRue by V.E. Schwab. And this book is so different from the other things we've read. Well, yes. I'll take that back. it's like several of the books we've read because it goes from the 1700s back to 2014 then back to the 1700s so it's the format is not different the story is different yeah it, it takes a lot of thinking because you have to remember everything that's happened and like I'm having a tough time remembering the people in this book and only because some of the people in this book aren't people right right so like darkness and yeah that's tough when darkness came I was like who who is this person um 
Yeah, they're like personified. Yeah. Things are personified. Yeah. But I've noticed, and I don't know if you've noticed this, but in the last couple books, all the modern time has been 2014. Oh. So I wonder, I wonder if that's, I, I don't know. I wonder if that's when the books were released or that's just a pivotal Years the that's time not, they picked. I don't know. That's when that's I graduated. Cool that's when I graduated high school. Whatever. Ugh. Me too. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, this book and this time, this time jump is huge. Like, you know, oh yeah, um, really huge. But it I have to I'm not sure. I need to say what I'm trying to say. Are you you're you know, trying to say something? I am. You know, in our other books where the it flips back and forth in time, eventually the times come together. I mean, so here I'm not sure. I think I it see, will be. Like yeah, she, I, I, I get why we're going back. Jumps. Yeah, like she, we're seeing her 300 years of life. Yeah, is she's. It's really cool how uh, V. A. Schwab which is a great name. The E Schwab. The E, yeah, yeah, the E, the E Schwab <laughs> um, does this where they, like, she's in um, Paris and they talk about how she's living in Paris now, but then says, oh, but she'll not, she'll hate the powder wigs that come later. Like, yeah, I yeah. love that because it, it's kind of not a fourth wall break, but it kind of is. Because it's like saying, oh, she's in this time, but she's also going to live like a hundred more years and she's going to experience this in Paris. She's going to see all of these fashion trends and all of this stuff. Mm -hmm. It's so cool. But she's also, um, I mean, it's one of those tales like, be careful what you wish for, because things we think we want, don't, we don't think it all the way through. Yeah, like she was not, not... she was not, she did not think about her wording very well. No. Her wording couldn't have been worse. I don't think she could have made it worse because immediately when she said, I was like, oh my gosh, honey, honey. I know. And I'm I'm trying to tell what it's like. I don't want to belong to anyone. I want to live forever, basically. And I want to live life with no restrictions. Kind of like in that sense, her yes. not belonging to anyone was so dumb that why did that have to be put in there? And then she exactly. immediately, I felt like this was like a ricochet. She said, all right, like he was walking away and she uh-huh. said, I'll give you my soul. As soon as I'm done living, I'll give it to you. So quickly. Yeah. I'm like, there was what? no middle. Yeah, exactly. I would, and- I, there'd be a stepping stone before I gave my soul. Yeah. And she just, she did, she just didn't think it through. And even, even I, as, as she was doing all that, I was like, how is this going to play out? And then I was like, oh, this is not going to be good. And then when her parents did not remember. (gasps) Oh, my heart. Oh, my heart. And also (sighs) what's her name? Uh, the witch. Oh yes. I can't remember. Oh, it starts with the E. It starts with the E. I don't know. Go ahead. Esther, Estelle. 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 That also broke my heart because Estelle was the one person that she could tell that story to and she'd believe her. Uh-huh. And now that was the 
this is a very different book for the pure reason that what she wished for, like that has happened a lot in books is like you wish for something. And of course you get, you get what you want, but there's bad things with it. Yeah. Always. There's always, but in this book, I had to really take some time to understand what was happening. Me too. Because Because they don't just like, they don't I thought just, she was invisible for, for a little bit. Like I thought she was invisible, but then I don't know. It was very weird at first. Yeah. Because her parents not remembering her. And then, mm-hmm. um, then like she would drop spill something and it would dry. And that was a, that was a very cool aspect that the author added. That I that would you never leave have, your mark. I would never have thought of doing stuff like that. Like she, I love the, I love the visualization of her running her finger through the sand and then the sand uh-huh. comes back. I think yes. that's such a cool visualization. Now I do have some questions though okay. about, and, and I guess, you know, we, we know that she's forgettable. Yes. Like nobody remembers her. And that's how she lives this life. Yeah. Yeah. But there's a couple of things. Like, like we just said, she, if she spills something, it dries up. If she breaks something, it fixes Mm -hmm. because she can't leave her mark on the world. Yes. However, when she plays that music, it sticks with him. It, like he, yes he can well yeah like she he remembers the music he just doesn't I guess it's not her mark though because he doesn't remember where he's hearing it from it could just be a memory or a dream yeah that one got me because the and painter then, that got me the painter which, did a whole the Sam she oh. did a whole painting ex like expo of people's faces as skies and she drew hers yes. as a night sky with seven stars. And she said, that's the one that sold the best. But for the life of me, I cannot remember who it is. Like she remembers strangers right. and all this stuff. But she's like, I can't remember that one. But it's still sold. What I thought is like if she painted yeah. before that happened, what I thought if she painted her, it would either like like blur out basically uh-huh but it didn't but, but it wasn't it was abstract it was. it was abstract so yeah. there wasn't really nothing to blur out so the art aspect of it's kind of got me but also my thing and i you know i might be thinking too deep into this <laughs> she can steal things she can steal food mm-hmm. she can steal clothes and things so I know that that's not like leaving your mark, but it kind of is because someone's probably getting blamed for the things she's stolen. Well, so is she leaving a mark? Like, is she leaving a mark she didn't mean to leave on someone? Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, I was thinking that if she stole it, it was instantly replaced by a duplicate. That's what I thought for a little bit. Because I'm like, there's no way she could have said that does it no it doesn't oh, okay but I'm thinking it's like emphasize I don't know like inferred mm-hmm. um just because like I mean the only one that it weren't didn't work with or like you had to think about was Henry at the bookstore yeah that book didn't come back 
Technically. Yeah. Well, and we're reading the parts one and two. Yes. So, um, some of the stuff that we're saying, we're not giving it away because we stop after part two. Yes. In this we episode. stopped after okay. part two. I haven't but, read past part two. But I... I cannot wait to find out what his, who he is. He has to be something special. Because he remembers her. Yes. And she, I love how she talks about how it's like a string. Like it's a, it's a glitch. And if she steps away too far, it'll break. Yes. And she's I scared. I love that. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I, I'm very interested because I, that shocked me. Yeah. Now, I, I kind of knew something was going to happen because they kept going back to Henry. I was like, he's special for some reason. Yeah, there's something that's, that's going to be about him. And, and just the way it makes her feel like, she just keeps saying, I remember you, I remember you, I remember yeah. you. Like that is just because she didn't want to belong to anyone. She mm-hmm. didn't want to answer to anyone. Yeah. But then, you know, 300 years of, <laughs> I mean, she was answering like, and, and sometimes it would happen and she'd be like, oh no, like don't walk away. Yeah. And then they would forget all about her. Yeah. Well, or also she, something I was like, oh. <gasps> she got to say her name to him that was big yes yeah like she finally got to tell someone her real name because that was also an aspect that again this thought process like um this author is taking a very normal like very overdone thing and making it so different and i would never have thought of not being able to say my name Right, because that leaves it with someone. Mm-hmm. So, you know, some some people in life, the worst thing they can think of is not to be remembered. Yes, absolutely. And so, this book is such a a a, t- a take on like we think we want no we think we want to do our own thing and not answer to anybody and not do this and not do that. But at the end of the day, we really do want that. Yeah. Because all of those things involve a connection. And if you don't have that, you don't have the connection. I was about to say, would, would you want to live forever with no one remembering you? Like, would you? I don't know how alone does she have to feel in the world? And she talks about that. She, yeah, I love when she um, sets up for her anniversary with Lou. Uh huh. And he doesn't show up, and she's like, "This is the one person I can count on," and he doesn't show up. But I think he did it as a mental game. Oh yeah, he's not. He's bad. Well, yeah, she calls him Lou because of Lucifer basically i mean it was a different like she liked that name for different reasons but she's like it's such a coincidence yeah and yeah he's playing mind games because he knows like he probably realized that she looked forward to seeing him because he remembers her yeah and so now he's like oh well she won't ever give me her soul yeah if i keep making it easy for her but But what (sighs) do you think the best things 
about what she, what she's going through. Like we're we're focusing a lot on like the terrible things, right? But she's getting to see the whole world. Like she's she to gets to that. experience everything. Like uh, obviously she doesn't have a phone. There's no need for it, right? But she's seen a life without phones. She's seen a life without communication, and yeah. she's watched it pop up. And she's also getting a chance, like if you screw up and say the wrong thing, you can back out of the room, <laughs> come back in and say it right again. Like yeah. nobody remembers that you said something stupid or your skirt's tucked in your underwear or <laughs> just, yeah. she gets a do-over and yeah. a do-over and a do-over. And she also gets to be like, um, she keeps going back to some of the same guys. Yeah. So she gets to have those those moments mm-hmm. and again, with that and one again. guy yeah and she changes her name because she can't say her real name and yeah um so I mean I, I'm sure at first well and I guess not just at first but with every new era mm-hmm. she gets to be somebody different and yeah. try things that we you know I might be scared to try because the whole world's watching or mm-hmm. somebody's going to get mad but she gets to try things yeah I mean I thought the the timeline where she was staying in that really fancy house where she was eating uh-huh. chocolates and chocolate was a delicacy there uh-huh. and now I bet she I mean she drinks hot chocolate all the time like getting to experience something being a delicacy and then something being very common, I think is insane to think about. Yeah, that's, that's very true. Yeah. Like just, and, just to see how things morph into everyday mm-hmm. thinking. Yeah. Like sometimes I even think about um, ice in a refrigerator because my daddy used to talk about the man coming around with, with the big, big thing of ice and they would put it in their ice box to keep their milk and stuff cold but they didn't have like ice for their drinks and ice you know now we just stick a glass in the up against the refrigerator and it comes out so she get you're right she did get to see I mean even the simple things like I was telling my students today um we're I'm trying to transition them to calculators so they know how to use calculators because they don't know how to use calculators they worry about Desmos which is an online free thing that's amazing but it's hindering them. So I'm transitioning them to calculators. And something I didn't really realize is like when I was in school and I had to use a graphing calculator to do a fraction, I had to use parentheses to establish like what's a numerator and what's a denominator. Uh-huh. They have a program now within the same calculators. It's just an update where you can hit certain buttons and you get a fraction, like the look of a fraction, one on top of the other. So you don't huh. even have to worry about parentheses. Yeah. And I was telling students, I was like, you have no idea how many times I, me and my friends would get an answer wrong just because of parentheses, because our calculator wasn't smart enough to read it the right way. And mm-hmm. I tell, and I tell my students all the time, like the calculator is only as smart as the user kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. I, I say that all the time. Um, but like just little updates like that. Think about our phones when we first got them. Oh, wow. Yeah. She's, she's seeing major century updates. 
Listen, when I was in school, they used to tell us we had to learn math because you know you're not going to have a calculator at your fingertips mm-hmm. all the time. And now everybody's got one on their phone. And- exactly. I hear <laughs> that so much. I That's one of my least favorite, just as a math teacher, that's one of my least favorite sayings is that, <laughs> oh, I, I'll never not have a calculator. You're right. But if you don't understand what you're putting in that calculator, it doesn't exactly. matter. Exactly. And that's the, that's the big thing. I just like, I think she's experiencing something to where it would be like, I would love to go back and tell myself things that I know now. And right. she's kind of getting that all the time is she she's not going back and telling herself things but she's realizing oh like I struggled with chocolate now I can get it all the time you know like things like yeah but you know you wonder about all the experiences because when we have experiences we can't wait to tell someone about it or oh share an experience and she doesn't get that but is she really having experiences like she is but not really like what's an experience are you think of an experience yeah she's not having a connection no like think of an experience you had that didn't involve other people right and and there's not much and also that didn't involve other people and memories or yes or a martyr yeah like even when I even when I do like art like I embroider Think about if I embroider, that's leaving a mark. She wouldn't be able to do that. Yeah, that, and I think we see that she, not being able to draw and not mm-hmm. being able to write really messes gets with her. her. Because um, I mean, that's what she I was can't doing imagine. with her dad. Well, she loved it. That was like her one true love was writing and drawing and her dad. Like she loved uh-huh. her dad and that, kills me that she didn't get closure with him right because technically the thing that she loved the most is the thing she wants to get rid of the most but she can't is that signifies like her soul uh-huh. and if she gets rid of the ring or gives the ring to um, Lou it's over and that kills me oh that kills me I mean, yeah. she had all these plans to do things with her dad like that uh-huh. she wanted to live her life to do things with her dad like she wanted to travel like her first traveling outside of her town was with her dad like uh yeah and then he didn't remember her Mm-mm. I can't even imagine that. oh my gosh I know I can't Mm-mm. and but yeah like I I don't no like she reacted I think the best way possible where she was just like okay I'll leave like kind of like okay I kind of understand what's happening but I don't want to scare y'all more but I I think I would have just broken down I wouldn't be able to move no and isn't it interesting that she can't tell anybody mm-hmm. like now, she, she did tell um uh what's her name Estelle Estelle she did say she said I prayed to gods at night yeah and they answered and she was like well you're stupid like yeah (laughs) Estelle was like that's I told you not to do it no no she doesn't remember telling her but she's like that was dumb 
Everybody <laughs> knows not to do that. And like, she kind of, now she could have backtracked, but I felt when this was happening, she kind of got tricked into praying to the night, like the gods after dark. Like she was just praying so much that it just turned dark. Yes, I She didn't agree. start. She didn't start yeah, at night. Like she knew not to. Yeah, and she didn't start at night. Now, give it, she knew as soon as someone answered that it was nighttime. Yeah. And she should have been like, oh, never mind, never mind. But still. Yeah, I take it back, I take it back, I take it yeah. back. Um, but yeah, like, I don't know what would have happened if she would told her mom, I made a huge mistake and you're going to forget me. And like, well, she'd already forgot. Well, she, did, well, she didn't understand that yet. She didn't understand yeah. that when she closed the door. Because remember. Um, her mama forgot her before, I mean. Yeah. Well, do you remember her friend was going to help her and she forgot, like she closed the door to go get something yes. and she forgot her. Like that's what's annoying to me is that, yeah. dang, this person's going to help me. And then she closes the door and it's over. Like when she got kicked out of that hotel, like she had paid for that room. Yeah. That's why she asked for a receipt. Yes. And, and they then, kicked her out. And then they kicked her out. Even though she said, you've been doing this for like, what, 57 years or something. Uh-huh. The woman like thought about it and it was like, no, 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 I never forget. I never forget. I never forget. So uh, I was just like, man. I know. And I'm just, I'm so exhausted <sighs> for her. I, that's a good word, exhausted. It's just like this book is so great, but it's very exhausting because I'm like, but now I'm excited to see the feelings I have because someone is remembering her. Yes, because, you know, when you said that word exhausted, it just really made me think like in life, when you have exhausting days or rough days, going yeah. home where everything is comfortable and everything's the same and everybody oh. knows you, that's that comfort in life and she doesn't have that she doesn't even have a home she, that's what that's what got me is like how would she ever get a home and she they talk about how she stays in abandoned buildings a lot uh-huh um and that's where she set up you know her anniversary with Lou but not having a home and having to figure out where to go every night again very exhausting exhausting and she's even like she has a homeless life, but she mm-hmm. doesn't even have any fam- familiarity amongst homeless people. Yeah. Like yep. she has nobody, like there's nobody thinking, Ooh, I wonder where she is. I wonder where Addie is. You know, yeah. I wonder where there's she nobody. She, there's no one worrying about her. No, like, and a little bit. That's what she wanted. That is, that's it, true. But then you see the implications of what that really feels like. And she, one line that she said, and I can't remember where it is. She said something like, um, my home's not even there anymore. Like, like, yeah, I could go back to my town, but it's not really a home. No. And that's the thing, like, um, Alpmoral is like my hometown, but like if you left and my grandparents, and my aunt and uncle left, like would it be my hometown? Like would there be a reason to go back? Oh, that's yeah. Like and like, what draws my, you to your to that 
hometown is your yeah. family and the people and me and Ben move around a lot because of what he's in um and I think about that is like I'm fine because I'm with him right because he is my home uh-huh. so it's like she doesn't have that so she like her homelessness is deeper it's not just that she doesn't have a house she has nobody she has no connection. Yeah. And I think that leaving your mark part is leaving a connection. Yeah. I rather I think I'd rather be able to make connections, but not leave like like not be able to write or I'd rather be able to connect to people, but not be able to write or draw or like, you know, I mean, I think those are kind of two different things, but also the same thing at once. <laughs> No, I see what you're saying though. Yeah. You'd rather people remember you. Yeah, like talk to people. But uh, if I if I couldn't do any profession that made people remember me, like I, I bet I couldn't have done teaching. Like I'd love to make a connection, but like if I couldn't do something that I don't know. I know what I'm trying to say. Like it's very much in my head. I, I get it. Yeah. But but I, I you know, like one of the things she talks about in the book is um, like now she can't make a mark, but mm-hmm. how hard it was for her to watch every mark that she has ever made mm-hmm. or tried to make be erased. Yeah. Like she had left her mark with her family and then mm-hmm. it was gone. And her friend, her mm-hmm. only friend, really. And it was just her friend was like, who are you? Yeah. No, that's a hard thing. <sighs> but at the end of section two, Henry remembers her. So I'm excited to see where it goes from here. It's going to be good. I'm excited to do part three and four and figure out how many connections she makes with Henry. And I have a question. I wonder if his best friend will remember her like if he goes on a double date and introduces oh, her uh-huh. wonder if he'll be able to introduce her like will she oh. he be able to say her name to other people and will they remember her if he introduces her because she's not making the mark he is and after the date's over well, if he talks to his friend about, hey, when you met Addie. They, will they remember? Oh, that'll be interesting. And I can't wait to see why this happened. Like, does Lou know about this? Is he going to take it away? Or does he, is he the one that's put some kind of something on mm-hmm. Henry? So I'm excited to see how this wraps up. Because what did um, we, what did, what did Henry say? What do we feel like is going on with Henry? I have no idea. I literally could not predict it right now. I think I could probably predict it in the next part, but I can't predict Henry right now. I just know that he's got his heart broken and a lot of people have connections to him. Like a lot of people are, they talk a lot about how people are just instantly drawn to him and are in love Uh with him. Like every girl he meets, they try to give him, their phone number but he's had his heart broken a lot so he turns him away a lot and like um even at the coffee shop everybody was giving him like a huge smile like he's just one of those people that people are drawn to so I'm interested to see how that plays 
Yeah, I am too. And um, yeah, and he talks about wanting to be challenged. Yeah. He said it's been so long since he's been challenged. So maybe Addie's his next challenge. Maybe. Wow. Oof. This, <sighs> is, this is why we read books. And even in this book, um, one of the quotes says, um, hold on, that you live a thousand lives when you read. Oh, yeah. And so that's one reason she's lived. She likes to read. Yeah. Um, even in different languages. Yeah, she's taught herself languages over those years. I mean, yeah, um, 300 years. What else you gonna do? Wow. Yeah. This book is definitely making me think. Yeah, it's, it's a good spin on like a classic. It is. And it's um, it's kind of a light read, but you can't read it lightly. Uh-uh. I have a, to really be in a mindset. Yeah, and you really have to concentrate on what's happening. Yeah. But it's very interesting. And wow, we would love to hear what you're thinking about yeah. this book. So please, please, please like us on Facebook. We do have a new Instagram. We made our first <laughs> post at the Wine Fest. Yes. Um, and then also rate and review us on Spotify. Apple Podcasts is a big one. Um, just so we can get our book club out there. It's you right. know, having an international and like big book club with a ton of people and being able to connect and make connections. That's right. Great. <laughs> yeah. Don't forget us when you log off. Yeah. Um, and comment on Facebook about what you think about this book. Send yeah. us predictions at mom.mat.b2 at gmail.com because we would love to talk about what what you guys are thinking and any other questions that you have we'll absolutely answer them in the next podcast at the beginning like oh what do you think about this and this and this like we'd love to have um again connections with y'all <laughs> yeah and if you have a if when you read the next section, which by the way is um, parts three and four. Yep. If you read the next section and you think, oh, I know the best drink that would go with this oh, section, yeah. send it to us because yes, we love that too. Absolutely. That makes it There's fun. no limit to our drinks. We like to try things. That's right. So we really like it when you join us as we open a book, open a bottle, and open our minds. See you next time with The Invisible Life of Addie LaRue by V.E. Schwab. Schwab! <laughs> <laughs>